Here we go. What is up, Encourager? Hey, welcome to a very special episode of Encouraging the Encouragers. This is Mitch Matthews, and uh, as we hit publish, um, it's Christmas Day. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas. I hope it's a fantastic day, no matter when you're hearing this. But if you're hearing this, especially on Christmas, I do hope you are having a magical, wonderful day. And if Christmas isn't your jam, know that you are still welcome here. You are absolutely, absolutely welcome. Uh, we we love you no matter what. Um, and, but what's interesting about this one is that Christmas falls on a Sunday this year. And we've been doing this thing called Spiritual Sundays, um, where I use Sundays to talk a little bit about faith-based stuff, prayer-based stuff, Bible-based stuff. And again, um, boy, we've been hearing from a number of you that that is your jam. You are loving it. And a couple of you have let me know that's not your jam, but that's okay. You're skipping to other episodes. You're not offended. That's what I love about this growing community of encouragers is that, uh, hey, we can be wildly different, um, but be in this together, right? How how cool is that? That's a gift. That is such a gift. And that's, you know, again, we're wrapping up our uh, surprising gifts week um, with this episode, but I wanted to do something extra special in that it's Christmas. And um, interestingly enough, recently I was asked to teach on uh, a, a, the basically the Christmas story, the original Christmas story taken from the New Testament and the Bible in Matthew 1 and 2. Now, I grew up in the church, um, and then I had a season of my life where I was far from the church and then found my way back to an amazing relationship with God. Um, so just to say that because I grew up in the church, I was familiar with this story. And even as I grew in my faith and my relationship with God, uh, you know, it's it's one of those stories that, boy, how many times have you heard about Jesus being born in a manger and all those things, right? And even if you're not a, a Bible person, not even, even if you're not a Jesus person, you've probably heard that story, right? But um, recently I was asked to teach on uh, kind of Joseph's story. I'm a dad. It's one of my favorite things. I love the Bible. It's another one of my favorite things. Um, and so uh, I love to teach out of the Bible. And boy, if I can teach on the subject of being a dad, I'm going to do it, right? <laughs> so I had this opportunity. But what was interesting about this particular opportunity, this recent opportunity, was it caused me to go back and look at Matthew 1 and 2. Um, it, you're probably familiar with it, but Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. And um, I saw something, even though this is a very familiar story, and I've I've brushed through this text before, I, I found something that I would consider yet another surprising gift from the manger, right? Uh, obviously, the best gift being Jesus. But there was another gift that I had never seen before, and that's we're wrapping up this week of uh, surprising gifts with this particular story. And that is in Matthew 1, if you look back in that story, that I will admit fully, completely, transparently, that uh, when you look at Matthew 1, in the past, I have brushed over, breezed through, not really read the first chunk of Matthew 1, because it's this list of genealogy. 
And I don't know about you, but it's like he begat, begat him and he was the dad of him and he was the son of him and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm, it, it's kind of fascinating if you allow yourself to do it once in a while, but name after name after name is like, eh, you know, it's not really lit me up lately, you know, before, but I, I stopped and I started to read these names. And, and if you know the Bible, especially in the old Testament, there's, you know, books where boy, it's just genealogy after genealogy because it was important. And boy, there's a number of reasons why Matthew included it here. We won't go into all of those, but basically Matthew was writing to a Jewish audience. Matthew was kind of teaching this Jewish audience about Jesus. And um, what's interesting is, is that Matthew does something a little bit different, that uh, when you list all of these names, you know, fathers, sons, family lines, all of that, oftentimes you don't see women's names listed. But Matthew does that. Matthew lists, goes from Abraham all the way to Joseph, multiple, multiple, multiple generations. But in there, he actually highlights four women, right? And and to me, it's a little bit of a, a surprise. I was like, wait, why haven't I noticed that before? He mentions Tamar. He mentions Rahab. He mentions, mentions Ruth. And he mentions Bathsheba. Now, what's interesting about each of those stories is if you get into any of those stories, they're a little saucy. Tamar, I mean, if they if they featured Tamar's story on Netflix and turned it into a miniseries, that would be R to maybe NC-17. I mean, there's some serious stuff going on in there. And Rahab, Rahab was a prostitute, for crying out loud, right? But Rahab made some good decisions, and she took care of some very, very important Jewish scouts that helped to save the Israelites, right? Uh, Ruth also kind of has a saucy story. And then Bathsheba, for crying out loud, Bathsheba had an affair with David. And that was mostly on David, right? And then David murdered Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, right? And then he married Bathsheba, and Bathsheba became the mother of Solomon, who also became a king of Israel. Now, what's interesting about all of this, though, is I never really thought, why did he mention women? When a lot of these lists, these big, long lists of family names and generations don't typically mention women, it's a little bit of a surprise. Right. It was a surprise right there that had been in front of my eyes every time I'd read it. I just didn't catch it until this time. And a couple of things came to came to mind. Actually, I started digging into the theology of this a little bit. What do biblical scholars say? All of those things. But one of the things that struck me is that Matthew got to hang out with Jesus a lot. Right. He had some quality time with Jesus. And so I'm guessing that, you know, Jesus actually saw women. Jesus respected women. Jesus honored women much more than what would would have been typical in that time. And I think Matthew, some of that rubbed off on Matthew. Matthew included these women, right? Because Jesus honored women, Matthew's going to honor women. And I think that might be one reason, right? Now that's theology of Mitch, but I think that's kind of a cool thing, right? But when I dove into some of the theology and some of the Bible teaching around this, I, I found another reason a lot of biblical scholars say is that Matthew included these women who all had, you know, pretty wild stories to say, look what God can do through people that you might not expect major moves of God. 
right? Matthew points to four women specifically that probably were people that were dismissed, right? People who would have been considered less than, people who may have even considered themselves less than. And Matthew included them in the story to say, look, they actually wound up playing an integral part in one of the most important stories, if not the most important story of the world, the birth of Jesus. Now, how cool is that, right? And and I love that. And that's what I want to wrap up our, our special surprising gifts week with, is to say, hey, listen, you're a part of that line too. And my guess is that somewhere along the line, you felt dismissed, right? Maybe you felt uh, less than. Maybe you've wondered, am I a part of a bigger story? You know, is, is something big going to happen through me? And that's what I love about this particular story is Matthew highlights four women where even though they may have been dismissed by others, maybe even by themselves, they actually got to be a part of something amazing. And that's what I believe in you as well. I believe for you as well. You, the encourager, are put here for a reason, a very important reason. The world needs you to be you. You are going to get to do some amazing things. You, by being you, are going to help others to thrive, to live their best lives, to change lives. I don't think there's any accident that you're here right now in this time. And even though maybe you felt dismissed or less than in the past, I believe that you are a part of something so important and you are going to do great things. Matthew, I believe, with including these women in this story, wanted to remind us that great things could happen from people that have been dismissed, right? People that have been considered less than. I think he wanted to show us that, of course, in the lineage of Jesus, but I think it's also just a great reminder that that's for us too. That's for you today. And I think that's one of the best surprise gifts of them all. You matter. You are needed. And you have done great things, and I believe you're going to do even greater things in this year, in this coming year, and beyond. All right? So know that I am grateful for you. You are a gift that, to me that we get to be on this journey together, and I'm so, so grateful for you. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, in yesterday's episode, this is episode 60. This is going to be the end of season one for Encouraging the Encouragers, and I am going to take a little lesson for myself and have some restorative rest, so I'm going to take a week off, and then we will be back in early January to get this thing started back up daily and continue on with season two. But in the meantime, I hope you are able to celebrate in the way that you celebrate, and I hope that you are able to get ready for this next year because I believe great things are coming for you. And I believe that great things are going to come through you. So rest up, my friend. Good things are coming. Let's do this. Stay encouraged, and we'll talk very soon. Thanks so much for listening to Encouraging the Encouragers podcast with Mitch Matthews. Hey, you know the drill. If this episode encouraged you, please leave a review. Mitch reads everyone and know that those reviews help to encourage him and keep him going. And hey, don't forget to punch that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks and stay encouraged.